Hello and welcome to Aspen Talks Health. I am Dr. Nicola Ciso and today I'm joined with Erin Alexander. She is the founder of Energy Be Being Energy, excuse me, and the Energy Life Sciences Institute. Her and her husband Miles Reed have created these two wonderful programs together. Welcome. I'm so happy you're Thank here. Thank you so much, Nicola, for having me. My Thank pleasure. You. you were such a delight. We just <laughs> had Lead with Love this uh, past weekend in Aspen. Yes. And for a little woman, you had complete control, and it was fabulous. You're just precious. Thank you. Yeah. So what we taught was uh, sequences of movements to yes. regaining vitality and well-being. Then very quickly, just in a few minutes, you can shift your state from feeling tired or stressed out to move a little bit of your body with intention, restore energy to your internal organs, you know, bring back yourself home and so you can continue your day. And this is what we did in Lead With Love. Yeah, it was so much fun. Yeah, it and was fun. It was fun. You could definitely feel the vitality. It should be fun. Yeah. You know? It was. You guys made it Yeah, great. To, re like, to restore our joy for movement, mm. our joy for life. Love You it. know, when we grow up, there's a lot of the stress and the demands of daily life. They become, you know, layers of layers that they cover our natural joy and I think we have to get it back because otherwise we are getting sick physically yeah. mentally emotionally right that's so true tell us about the being energy methodology it's something that we created with miles around 10 years ago um, based in our apprentices with our teacher Carlos Castaneda and also based in our background as healthcare providers miles is an MD and an acupuncturist. I am an exercise physiologist. I have a master's degree in kinesiology and a master's degree in spiritual psychology. So how movement, the understanding of, of the body as energy can help us um, revitalize and come back home to our core. You know, not just the core, the muscles, but our core, our center to what is important to us and live our life with purpose and intention. Mm -hmm. Those are the main uh, principles of being energy. How to restore our purpose and focus. We get so distracted in daily life. There are so many devices for entertainment and we get distracted and, and we forget, okay, what our purpose is? What is my intention here in my time that I have of being in this human form? Mm. You know? Is it a matter of journaling? Like, what are some of the techniques? Can you share? Some of the techniques, we use a lot of techniques. We don't teach us one technique. Mm. We bring about any techniques, whatever you need. We are the service of the person, of the group, whatever the person needs. Definitely movements, stretches. Uh, consciousness through movements, meditation, breathing techniques, and also something that we call recapitulation, which is a technique for self-reflection, self-observation, and of past experiences. Like to recapture yourself from, um, maybe we lose, I feel that I lose pieces of myself in past interactions. Mm. You know those moments in life that you say, oh, I wish I hadn't said that. 
or you got too drunk on that wedding and that wedding yeah. or those moments that you go like that you carry like little stones in your heart mm. so that doesn't serve you today to have that interpretation and punish yourself in any way so you, sim very simply you go back and observe that interaction and yourself and literally pick yourself back from those moments mm. and just breathe and forgive anything or release. Forgive means release. Release myself, free myself from any misinterpretation that I have done about myself, that I should do better, that I should, you know, we have so many expectations. Yeah. I had an experience, you're reminding me, yes. I had an experience as a 14-year-old little girl, I remember being in my bedroom, my report card had just come in, mm. and I had gotten mostly B pluses. One A, one C. If I liked the class, I got an A. If I didn't like it, I got a C. And pretty much, I didn't have to work hard, and I got a B plus. Um, but that wasn't good enough for my mom. She, mm. she didn't understand why I couldn't get all A's. And I took that as I'm not good enough. Like no mm. matter what I could, what, no matter what I did, it wasn't good enough for my mom. And when I revisited that story, what I realized was that the opposite. Instead, she just saw that I had the potential to make all exactly. this. Exactly, exactly. Right, and so when I reframed it, and it was like, no, actually she believed in me. She wasn't knocking me down. She had full faith in my abilities. That's when it was like, I went from closing down to like empowered. It was fascinating. That is that requires a lot of courage, hmm. and that is, I really acknowledge you for that. Thank you. But most important, we need to reframe how you see yourself. Right. You were able to reframe your mom and her intention, but now reframe you, like, oh, I am good enough. Yeah. That it was not true that what I thought, because when we are kids, our brain, our prefrontal cortex which is the upper brain that has the ability to discern, is not fully developed mm -hmm. until we are 25 years old. Right. So the interpretations that we make when we are 5, 6, 10, 12, they're very limiting and confining. They, are not, they don't have the, the full expansion of the rational mind to understand, you know? So we need to take care of ourselves, you know, and how you're doing with the 14-year-old? Hmm. How is she doing? Uh, much better. But, yeah. No, I, I'm definitely in a place where I'm loving myself. And you know what? It's funny. Yes. Those B pluses, even to this day, to me, that's good enough. I'm an efficiency oh, person. That's awesome. And if I got 85% of the information, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't need to work an extra, you know, 80% to get another 5 or 10. I agree. That, I agree. But that's my, when that's you my personality. When B plus, I was thinking, God, I got, I got in... in Elementary school, middle school, I was C's and D's. You know, I, I was not a good student. Huh. No, I didn't. I was very concerned in my childhood with surviving. You know, my, the country, I'm from Argentina, and my country was going through a di dictatorship from 1978 to 1985. So it was middle and high school for me. And, uh, and I was very scared of everything. I would walk on the streets and I see the military with the guns and, every, and I would walk by myself to school. Mm. So I, like knowledge was not 
or self-development was not a priority because I have to survive and yeah. I was very scared all the time yeah. and I couldn't focus. And when I met my teacher, uh, I was already 20, in my 20s and the first thing that he said, you have to go back to school and fall in love with knowledge. Wow. So I went back to school. I learned English. I didn't speak one word in English. So I learned to speak. I went to college. I got a master's and I had an average 4.0 GPA. Nice. Yes, I was an excellent, almost all A's in my undergraduate and graduate studies. Excellent. Yes. It was wise to place your focus on growing you. Yeah. And then you find the courage and the confidence within. And find, find the words. One of the best gifts that I received in my life was a dictionary. Hmm. Because as a woman, to find our words and be able to have a voice and express them. I think because of, again, of my background in Argentina, uh, at that time, people, uh, it was a military dictatorship, and when people expressed the truth, you were put in jail, and there were 35 people that they were killed. So it was, uh, I live, I was grown up with that fear of expressing myself. Interesting. And it's still a little in my voice, I had a little yeah. raspy voice. But I grew up with that, and so it has been through these techniques that I'm teaching, I'm doing, I was able to open up my voice, release my belly from the chronic fear and the chronic stress in my muscles. Wow. And, and just live an amazing life, which mm. I'm very grateful. And for that reason, I'm at the service of everybody because I think that is our birthright to dance, to sing, to think clearly, to have a voice to, and to care for, take care for, of, for each other. That's beautiful. Yes. If you could help, I have a few friends now that are parents yes. of children that, for lack of better words, didn't turn out how they wanted, let's just say. Mm. Some go as far as being suicidal or, or have serious drug addictions in and out of jail. Some are just maybe not making the grades or you know, it can be much more mild. But the parent often internalizes that as they're not good enough. What did they fault. do wrong? Yes, yes. and there's, there's shame around my son has been in, in jail. My, my, my daughter is a, you know, a meth head. Or, you know. How do you guide those parents? Yeah, that touched me deeply because uh, in my own family, I, I went through that. Uh, so, um, first of all, to say that Parents, they all should get, you know, more support mm. from the state. Because just to be a parent is a lot of work. <laughs> and to show up because you want to give the best to yourself, to your kids, but then you have to go to work, you have to pay bills. And sometimes the, there's not enough support around if you don't have your family living with you in the same city. So... Um, the message for the parents is first to tell themselves, I'm doing the best I can. Mm. You know, it's not about being perfect. Our kids are our teachers. I feel my son is my teacher. I have learned so much about unconditional love. I think that is the lesson that our kids bring us. 
can you love me even though I just mess up? Mm. Can you love me if I am autistic? Can you love me if I have an addiction? Can you love me if I am fat? Can you love me if I darker skin? Can you love me? You know, and how you turn that to yourself. Can I love myself even though I just say something wrong in the interview? Can I love myself if I, if I not having right now the perfect body that I would like to, you know, can I love myself no matter what? Hmm. And, and really take a deep look at the expectations. What expectations did I have for my kids? That they weren't in my unconscious. Right. There's some people that they have kids to make them themselves happy. So if I have a kid, I, that will make me happy. And that has to be reframed, as you said. Mm -hmm. Because no one can make you happy. Right. No your husband, no money. Nothing from the outside world will make you happy. Right. That is your own job. And you cannot make your son or your kids happy. That is their work. You just provide an environment for them to grow. So when you have something that is challenging and is painful and is sad that your kid stops going to school and starts hanging out around people that they don't have a purpose and that they are hurt, for the reason they're drinking or, 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 or shifting their perception with drugs because they cannot, they cannot focus in purpose. How can I still love myself and love that and don't see it as something wrong? Or it's wrong to have an addiction. No, it's not wrong, we all have it. Mm. We all are addicted to something, if we are really honest. Yeah. And we all share one addiction, which is the biggest addiction, which is control. Mm. So I wanted to control the future of my child. So that is an addiction. That is not healthy. You cannot control anyone's future, not even your own. Mm. So just a humbleness, presence, and love. Humbleness of what can I really do? If I think of my child in a positive way, don't you think that that will help him more to find his way out of the addiction? That if I'm thinking all the time, oh my God, oh my God, he's, he's taking drugs again. Oh my God, he's going to kill himself. Oh my God. Mm. Which one will help him more, really? And yeah. what, which one will help you more? Yeah. It's a choice. We do have a choice on how, what to, we think. Mm. And not to feel not good enough as a parent? How, how, it must be so hard not to start exploring where you went wrong. That is a judgment. You didn't yeah. run. You are the perfect parent for that child. Mm. Interesting. And the lesson is unconditional love, which is the highest state of intelligence and consciousness. Because we, when we are our heart open, you drive on the street, you find the parking, people say hi, you get the loan to your house, you, life flows through you and out. And when we are like, oh, look at her, look at what she's wearing, oh, look at, the doors start closing. Yeah. We all have that experience. Yeah. We, right? Yeah. There's no parking lot. You, you start fighting with life. I don't have any judgments about anybody that drinks, that there's nothing wrong with that. They are doing the best they can. Hmm. We don't know the level of pain that they are going through and suffering. Yeah. 
So how can we judge them yeah. and create more suffering? What right. we have to do is to love them and say, honey, there's nothing wrong. Yeah. Let me hold you. What can I do for you? On that note, helping them find their purpose. Yes. That's powerful. The best way to f help them to find their purpose, if I find mine. Yeah. If as a mother I have my purpose clear, if I take care of myself, if I still love myself as I go through this. Hmm. The, 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 ma the head, when we judge black and white and wrong and right and left, it's just a very limiting way of us perceiving and being alive. Yeah. It's, it's not, it doesn't serve for healing, for transformation, for growth. Yeah. On that note, how do you help people achieve their but personal... But that was a great, sorry, that was a yeah. great question. Good. That was a, I think, uh, because there's so much of that and it's so available now for yeah. younger teenagers, to, to drink and there's no limit, you know? Yeah. I, I can only say from my own personal experience, starting Aspen Talks Health, it's, it's a source of fulfillment that I've never experienced before because now I have such purpose and, yeah. and it's to uplift others and share their beautiful messages and, yeah. and, and help the whole community. Like, I am so fulfilled that I don't crave alcohol or marijuana or things like that anymore. It's interesting. Like you really, when you, when, you cre when you find that purpose and it's sourced in service, the, the addictions fall off. Yes. In my case was when I felt love and mm. that I belonged. Because in my own family, even though I love dearly my parents, that they're already gone, but, and I love my family, I didn't felt loved because I felt always different than the mm. rest. And I couldn't, I, I felt I didn't fit. Yeah. So by the moment that I started feeling love and I, because I feel love because I am love. Mm. We are that. We don't need to get it outside again. Right. We can fall in love with anybody. It's a, just a decision you make inside. Yeah. And when you fall in love with yourself, you also are so much more lovable. It's lovable and yeah. nicer to be around. Yeah, it's <laughs> Instead true. of a grumpy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're so cute. So let's go to the uh, question yeah, so that I interrupt. No, that's fine. Um, how do you help people achieve their personal and professional goals? Great. We, uh, well, clearly on my first, if I do in a coaching, individual coaching or group coaching, we clarify short-term goals and long-term goals at the mental, emotional, and physical, physical and spiritual levels. Okay. For example, the physical levels, I have a chronic back pain that I cannot heal. Mm. Okay, let's do a short-term goal for that and a long-term goal for that with specific steps. I'm going to do this exercise or this stretch every day for five minutes and I'm committing to it yeah. and I will follow up with them and send them text. Did you do the text? You know, mm, I love it. create the support for them to commit. The same while at the mental level, what, what is it that you want to do? What is the project that you always wanted to do and you have the excuse, I don't have the money, I don't have this. Those yeah. are excuses. Just show up. If you show up, a spirit will meet you. Your community, something magical happens and some and the doors are open. Yeah, right. That's you know? true. At the emotional level, in relationships, who do I need to forgive that I'm mm. still holding resentment? 
kill someone, you know, that yeah. hurt me, an ex-boyfriend, you know. And all hurts inside, they are just, again, limiting interpretations. Mm. Because I do believe that at the core of every human being, everybody is doing the best they can. Yeah. Even today in politics, with the resources they have, they're doing the best they can. Right. I have a belief that if I were to take every step that someone else has gone through throughout their life, and I had their brain and their chemical wiring and, and their history and their history and their ancestry, right? I would probably behave the same way. Yeah. 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 Because we go back and say, well, my mother, for example, in my case, my mother was from family from Europe, so they were not a Latino hugging mother, right? Mm. So we, I didn't have the right touch, you know? And I love hugging people yeah. all the time. But if I st stay there, oh, my mother never never hugged me or told me I love you. But if I stay there, I'm stuck. It. It's unfair for myself and for her. If I look back, okay, but my grandparents, oh, they survived the, the wars in yeah. Europe. And it was they have a very um, difficult environment and circumstances around. So I have to really go back and trace my history. One of the programs that we teach with Miles is called Leave Your Legacy. So then you go back, your ancestors, and you take, take a look at the strength of them. Like, you know, I, I can see your ancestors, they were goal-getters, they entrepreneurs, or, you know, that also I have it on my Italian grandfather, you know, entrepreneurs. And also they see the dark side mm. of that. You know, well, there was some addiction. There was, so I know what I take them the strength, I mm. stand up on their strength. Yeah. And the dark side I clean it up yeah. through meditation to breathing and just dissolve it. Yeah. And to changing the habits. Yes. And they did it yes, changing the habits. <laughs> changing the habits. Right? It's a cycle. It keeps flowing through generation to generation unless you really make some effort to change. You know, it's easier to change habits when you have a purpose. I love what you said mm. a moment ago. That when you have your focus and you have a purpose that has heart, it's, it's easy to say no. It, 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 it yeah. doesn't, it's not even an issue. It shouldn't be an issue. Yeah. You know? Even though my, my teacher used to say, enlightenment happens outside your comfort zone. Hmm. You need to get out of your comfort zone for things to change. Right. If you are, you know, too comfy. No. no. Yeah. Yeah, you can see that at the gym, for example. You, when, you, when you push hard is when you see the results. Yes. But it works also on the emotional. and You have to push yourself you a little push. bit. Yes. Makes yes. so much sense. Is it true that, so you mentioned lower back, let's say you yes. have lower back pain. Yes. I've heard that is related to stability. That's kind of your, your root. Exactly. And so if you don't feel financially stable or just you don't feel like you're connected to your own source of stability, that your lower back can go out. Is that true? Yes, it has. It's related also how you relate to your environment and the world. Mm. Usually the lower back, we overdo stressing the lower back muscles because we don't feel the hip joints. Because stability happens on your feet and at the hip joints. And the deep muscles, uh, like the psoas, that goes from your, your leg bone to all the way to the, your diaphragm throughout, you know. Uh, so 
but you hold in the lower back because we can feel this. You know, like, you know when we sit down and collapse in your yeah. sacrum like this, most people, <laughs> yeah. and then you are gone. Hmm. There's no, my lungs right now are not breathing that well. Yeah. I can, I can feel it because I'm crunching my chest. But if I sit, if I feel my sit bones, even though this is a very comfy chair, <laughs> but if I sit, feel my sit bones, and I sit where I'm supposed to sit, mm. you know, the body is designedly, I mean, by really, by God, because uh, I don't know what other words to put it, it's so perfectly designed. Mm. But we compensate using here, or using here, or using too much the thumbs now for texting, yeah. and everybody's texting like this, and then you are losing your vision, you're losing, you know, your ability, everything is compressed. So how to expand, you know, and if I'm sending a text, put your phone down and just allow this movement to happen instead of head forward that compresses your vertebra. Mm. So, so I'm not like, I'm not that needy, you know, mm. because there's a cause of neediness, like me, like me on Facebook. So if I can, I can have my phone and take the time to really send that text. Oh. And then I take a breath and then put on the side and then I come back. Love it. You know? That's beautiful. So last few minutes, I wanted to go over what are the three brains that we have? Oh, yes. Wonderful. Uh, well, the upper brain that we talked about it a little bit before, which is our ability to discern and, and to be okay with people that don't agree with us. Hmm. And this brain needs a lot of nourishment. So nourishment with good food, with oxygen, yoga poses that I love to put the head down a lot so blood can flow, or you know handstands, or you know allow food for this brain. And uh, the second brain, well, the second brain. There's a book called the second brain, which is the guts, you know. And for us women, is our womb the center, that the primary function, in my tradition, the primary function of the womb is reproduction. The secondary function is evolution, is direct knowledge. We can know things from here, receive the information, and create, have insights. And the, second, and the third brain will be the heart. Is which emotion? is a magnet, which is a brain, it's a magnetic field. The magnetic field of the heart is bigger than the upper brain. And there's a heart center, I think, in Washington, D.C., that they study. There's a lot of information about this, the three brains. And in our guts, we have more neurons than in our upper brain. So these are the three brains. Would you like to do, do we have time to do a little, little thing? We have two more minutes. Okay, two more minutes? Yeah, what do you have? Maybe we can end in silence just to breathe them. One sure. breath on each brain? brain? Sure. Yes? You would like to finish that way? Sure, please. Yes? Okay. So just put your hands in your lower belly. Mm -hmm. And send your attention there, just below the navel. Releasing the stress in the areas between your legs your groin muscles, and just sink in. Allow your belly to expand like the Buddha belly, happy belly. So when you laugh, your belly will move. And then move your hands to your heart. 
and feel the hands, the lungs expanding, your heart beating. And then one more, one more breath on the third eye, let's go in the area between the eyes. <clears throat> you can do like a little massage on the upper sinus there. And take a breath and inhaling, bring like the air all the way. Imagine that it's going all the way to your upper brain. Beautiful. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much, Nicola. For Connecting just me. in that one, that short time instantly story. brings so much peace. Yes. And you can probably connect to some messages too, what you need to learn for the day or. Yeah. Relax the belly. Yeah. So we can release fear and move into love. Oh, I love that. Yes. Thank love you. you. I Thank love you. you too. Thank you, Erin, so much. Thank Please, you. as always, check out AspenTalksHealth.com for more information, and I'll put your website on there as well so Great. people can contact you. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you for tuning in.